Welcome to Women Talking Soccer. I'm your host, Carrie Taylor. The goal of this podcast is to amplify the voices of all women who love the beautiful game. Whether you're on the field, cheering from the stands, work in the business, want to be in the business, or are a passionate change maker, your voice is important. This podcast is presented by Women in Soccer. Women in Soccer is a network of women and allies involved in our favorite sport. You can join Women in Soccer for free online at womeninsoccer.org. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Women Talking Soccer. Um, our guest today is none other than Kadani McAlpin, who is currently the coach at the University of Southern California on the women's side. And I believe you have a national championship under your belt there. And, um, you know, thank you for joining us on the podcast. And can you give our listeners a little bit um, about your background, where you got your start, how you know how you got into coaching, and we'll just go from there. First of all, thanks for having me, and and um, yeah, I could do all that. I um, grew up in um, Huntsville, Alabama, um, son of educators, and and my dad had the opportunity to see um, play play and and really loved the game. I uh, never played it himself, and so it got me started. The and in Huntsville. Um, we have quite a diverse community just between three universities, the, the uh, Marshall Space Flight Center, uh, the space program, all the engineering companies, um, as well as Redstone Arsenal military. So we, we, we actually had a pretty good soccer community. Um, and so um, grew up there, had coaches, Caribbean, African, uh, you know, European. So, so had different influences in that regard. Um, played at Birmingham Southern. Uh, played a year in, in the old A-League, uh, played USISL while I was in college, um, but ultimately started coaching my little sister's team after college was over, um, but ended up coaching at um, at Birmingham Southern for my first job. Um, got taken on as assistant by Lauren Eckes Shepard, um, wonderful, wonderful woman and coach, um, and then ultimately um, took over the program and transitioned us from NAI to Division One. Okay. Um, was there five years. Then went down to Auburn, um, was there for another six years as an assistant, jumped to Washington State for two years as a head coach, had a pretty decent time there, and then USC called, and I've been here ever since. Well, that's quite the the career. I love that you started coaching um, your sister's team. That's uh, <laughs> that how how was that experience? How was that experience? <laughs> oh, it was it was awesome. I, I didn't have much choice to be honest. Um, my my um my mom basically told me that i was <laughs> going to be coaching my little sister's team um but it was great it was great uh, my little sister and i we have a good relationship she's about about six years younger um okay. and and I, I do think i had a, a little bit of influence on her in, in terms of her willingness and wanting to play in the first place um but it was a great place to start and and what i found was it was a it was a moment where i was just trying to help those young women Mm -hmm. get to college. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and it ultimately launched me into a space where I found a career. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fantastic. You mentioned the A-League and the USISL. Those are, those are some acronyms that we don't hear yeah. much anymore. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I, I tell them my age. <laughs> well, I, I, we're probably of similar age. Cause I, you know, truth be told, I played in the USWISL back in the day. So but yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. My, the, the acronyms fun, just keep, fun keep changing. Fun yeah, no, for sure. The, the acronyms keep changing. Um, so tell us about, 
um, your experiences currently uh, at, at USC and, and just, you know, what, what kind of opportunities there are for, for women within that program and, and, you know, some of the highlights that you've had while, while coaching there. Yeah, uh, USC obviously is, is educationally um, a wonderful place. Um, and, and I think, you know, ultimately that's the draw uh, in the women's game is, is the biggest draw. Um, and so um, it, it does lend itself to uh, acquiring some pretty decent talent. Um, when we got there, however, the program was was not on on the greatest. They weren't having the greatest time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it wasn't for lack of talent. It was, you know, they had lost the connection in terms of communication with their coach and, and who they were and, and how good and the possibilities that they could be. And so we were able to go in and, and just shift mindset a little bit and, and change some of the habits. And, and slowly but surely, we were we were able to add some new talent and, and, and really get the talent there playing at a decent level. And, and we, we found ourselves in, in, the, in the College Cup and in the National Final and, and found a way to win a game that against an opponent that was absolutely magnificent in, in uh, West Virginia. And, and the talent, obviously, you know, they're, they're playing all over the world and doing their thing. But um, we, we were pretty talented, too. And, and we had some pretty committed women at that point. But um, the, the thing I like about SC is, is the combination of and, and what hit home for me being from the South and, you know, uh, being, being in, in super fandom space uh, of the South, um, that that athletic tradition um, combined with that academic profile with both my parents being educators was a great fit, um, was a really great fit. And and um, as much as I love the Palouse and, and, and the people there, um, I, I am a warm weathered person um and so it it helped me it helped me to come to LA and and and, uh leave the blues but the timing was good and um it's it's been fantastic to be at SC and and um we're attracting great talent and we've been able to become sustainable as one of of one of the country's best and um that's always the goal and to give each and every woman a chance to 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 reach their goals whether it be academically or athletically um to, to to be their best and 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 reach that next level yeah. You mentioned your, your parents both being educators. Did they try to push you in, into teaching at all, or do they consider coaching teaching? <laughs> uh, they definitely did not consider coaching teaching. My okay. father was, was always trying to get me to go back to, to get further degrees. I'm like, well, dad, I got coaching license. I'm still educating. I'm just mm-hmm. doing it a different way. Um, but, but, you know, he, he always challenged me and was, would, would tell me, Hey, you gotta, you gotta make this thing a, you get a real career. I'm like, mm-hmm. I am making it a real career. Mm-hmm. So when I finally, you know, got it going, uh, he, he understood. And, and now he's probably, you know, um, I call him the, the, uh, the first assistant to the head coach, right. He's, <laughs> he's always there, uh, give, giving me new information. Um, That's great. That's cause, great. cause he swears he knows the game now. Right. <laughs> um, but no, um, <laughs> they, they, they always, you know, my mom was probably the most influential in terms of me broadening my experiences in, in and out of sport and just doing different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my dad was always pushing me in terms of my process, in terms of, of how I went about doing things. And so mm-hmm. that combination of just being open to all different types of things and doing different things and really locking in on the strategy and the process and um, was a great combination It's paying off now. 
Yeah, that's great. My my dad always said, when are you going to get a real job? And I, I had that similar struggle. I'm like, exactly. what do you think I'm doing? Like, this is a real job. And, <laughs> you know, now in, in his older age, he's, you know, he's, he's like, yeah, you're right. You were, you know, you've been able to, to have a career in your passion, which is not everyone gets to do that. So that's the, you know, that's the fun. And part. isn't that, isn't that what we're after, right? Yeah. It, it, if we can do what we what we truly, truly love, we'll be better at it. And, yeah. and thus hopefully get somebody to pay us to do it. Yeah, exactly. So um, how I, you know, I, I've known who you are and we've, I think we run in similar soccer circles, but the, the first time that I actually was formally introduced to you is through the women in soccer group, which um, you're a part of Yeah. And, and you're, you know, one of the wonderful male allies within that. So can you just kind of talk about, you know, why that might, that why that's important to you in order to be, you know, a male ally that is an advocate and, and there to support not only, you know, female coaches, but just women in the game. Can you kind of talk about why you said yes to joining the group? Absolutely. I I think, um, you know, first and foremost, it's, it's, it's important to me because, you know, so many women along my path and and in my life have been, instrumental is pushing me forward and pushing, you know, creating platforms and spaces for me to grow and to improve and helping me in the game and and, and those kind of things. Um, um, not to mention, you know, like I said, I started coaching my sister's team and, mm-hmm. and, and every step of the way, even myself being, being a player in Alabama um, coming up, nobody wanted to come to Alabama for a soccer player. And, and now we've got quite a few players out playing professionally and doing some great things. And, mm-hmm. but the, on the women's side, a lot of our, 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 our women players were able to find some space and make national teams and do some things. Um, um, but that was, that was where it started. And and then as I've been able to grow my, my career and, and, and just be in and around and work with all these wonderful women, um, they just need more opportunities. The, the game has so much more to offer, but, but for the most part, they're only able to participate in such a small space of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, being in this space where hopefully I can have an impact in creating more opportunity, more space, um, be somebody to speak. Um, if I happen to be in a room or a circle um, to promote, push forward and stand behind, um, stand beside, how, however you want to say it. Right. Um, but but create more space, more room um, for these wonderful women, soccer players, um, business women, leaders, you name it, to, to have space to to be their whole selves. Um, I think it's worth it. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And, and, you know, for your support of the, the women in soccer organization and, and all of us that are involved with it. And, and, you know, that's the, that's the key thing. Like, you know, a lot of times people are, are a little apprehensive when women get together and, and start doing things. They think it's, you know, <laughs> we're anti-man or something like that. And, and that's definitely not the case. You know, a lot of my great mentors, um, who I've had along the way are men. And because that was who I was surrounded by a lot of, a lot of times I was the only woman in the room or the only, you know, coach, female coach in the club. So it's definitely helpful to have strong male advocates like yourself who, who can, like you said, stand next to stand beside, stand behind, push us through the door and say, yes, you can do this or yes, apply for that job. So Thank you very much um, for being involved with the, with the women in soccer organization. Um, I'm going to flip it, flip it to some real talk and talk about how we can get more 
people and humans of color coaching and leading and yeah. all, of, all of that. Like, I know you're involved with the, the Black Coaches Association and, you know, there's a there's been a big push recently. And my fear is that there's a lot of lip service and not a lot of action. So I, I want to talk to you about what you're doing with the Black Coaches Association um, and, and just like, I want to hear from you about what is needed, what needs yeah. to happen, how, how myself as a, a white female can help, you know, stand beside people of color and stand behind them and just like, what needs to happen? Um, I, I appreciate the question. Uh, first and foremost, I got to give, I got to give a lot of credit to the leadership of the black uh, soccer coaches group. Um, this this past year, they've been on the ball, led by Nicole Hercules, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Hercules, and um, she's been phenomenal um, in 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 pushing us in the right directions and being being active. Um, but uh, one of the things that we you know that I've been um, probably the most uh, connected to is trying to um, do a few things, create more network of black coaches out there because uh, a lot of black coaches don't necessarily know that there are people in um in their area especially club coaches that that are even right next door and they don't they don't know they exist because there's you know not that many so i'm mm -hmm. um, trying to create network especially out here on the west coast but um i've been working with with um some college coaches in terms on the women's side um to create some uh, some more network opportunities mm -hmm. some more advocacy um and ultimately um you know try to create some mentors um, and, and, you know, to the women's soccer community's credit, um, we're, we're still trying to get it all off the ground, but um, many of them have, have, have jumped at the opportunity to to stand up and, and be mentors for young coaches, um, young coaches of color in particular, and and um, and and give them an opportunity to, to get closer to them because, you know, for, for, for many of us, um, it's not like that everybody's going to easily walk up to Anson and, and so on and so forth and um in you know i say anson he's he's the long-standing pillar right right um but it's not easy for for young coaches to walk up to 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 coaches that they they see in the, the spaces and and just talk to them mm -hmm. um and get to know them and, and more importantly um in their camps and clinics and whatnot get get seats at the table where they mm -hmm. can coach um so that's one of the things that we're working on but but the, the black soccer coaches um group has we've, we've we've touched so much more whether it be the nwsl whether it be the mls whether it be the usl um they're having conversations we've, we've had conversations with coaches from across the world mm -hmm. africa um caribbean um you know england uh, coaches from all over uh, canada um and, and just trying to network and get together because one of the things that we need most is is, is in our urban and uh areas we we need coaches in there really good coaches yep. um we need finances in there we need opportunity yep. in there we need to grow these young players um when you look around the world um, you know, soccer is a soccer is a four person sport, right? Yeah. Um, because the, the the powers that be give them access by paying for them to come into their academy, so on and so forth, and let them let them progress in, through their career. In the U.S., it's the opposite, and so we we're constantly trying to create more opportunity um, and understanding about the sport um, to to play. And on the women's side, it's the easiest way to education because there's there's so many teams. Yep. Um, you know, to tie those two things together, it's, it's, it's needed. And, um, I will say it's changing. It's mm -hmm. shifting. If you're starting to look across the landscape, 
Um, you know, you saw the draft, you've seen what's happening yes. in the NWCL. Um, you start to see more and more on our national team. It's shifting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say there hasn't been progress, but there needs to be more. Yeah. Um, and in the landscape of uh, collegiate coaches, I mean, just look at the power five schools uh, in the power five conferences. There is only three of us. Yeah. Um, myself, Eric Bell at TCU, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jason at, at, at Boston College. I mean, it, we, we're out there. We can coach. We just yeah. need opportunity. We need access um, yeah. and, and we need some more advocates. Yeah. No, well, thank you for, for sharing all that. And the biggest thing is the access to opportunity. Um, you know, coming, I grew up in Flint, Michigan, which is, you know, definitely not, a oh, hot, yeah. not, not a hotbed of soccer. And it, you know, it's, it has a lot of economic, socioeconomic issues and, and, you know, the, getting that access and, and being able to, to, join in a team that doesn't really cost much, like you need a ball and you need a space, you know, and, and I feel like the youth, right. so- the youth soccer culture has just kind of perpetuated this huge monster of stuff. And, <laughs> you know, hopefully <laughs> yeah. I, I used to work in the youth, youth soccer space for a long time. And that's one thing that, you know, it needs a lot of revamping and I'm, I'm sure you have lots of fun stories about recruiting and, all that good stuff, but the access is key. And if we can, you know, tap into communities that, that aren't necessarily touched and, and provided for, then, you know, I think the sky's the limit as far as, you know, just improving the game, improving opportunities and improving overall health and well-being for, for young people, for sure. So. um, Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Let's talk about the changing women's soccer landscape. I know, um, you know, your position as, as a college head coach, how do you guide, talk to your players about potential opportunities in the game or how, how do you help them, you know, offer advice to, you know, maybe get into the professional leagues and, and where do you see the, you know, the women's pro leagues in the, in the United States going? Um, that, that's a really good question. Um, you know, the, the one thing, if you look back through time, you know, we couldn't keep a professional league uh, for more than three years at a time for the longest. So to see the NWSL now standing past that threshold is massive to see that there's still teams coming in massive Mm -hmm. to see that the the celebrity that is now um co-signing so to speak as owners and whatnot with the league Mm -hmm. to give it to to give it some some eyes that maybe um wouldn't have been on it before i think is 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 important um you know but but i i I challenge us not to not to rush into judgment of the league and 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 think we're at its at its pinnacle yet because Mm -hmm. if you look at the mls it took a long time and it's still growing and still getting to the level it needs to be. We're, we're still in our infancy, mm-hmm. right. With, with, with these pole leagues and it's going to, it's going to have some more iterations. Um, you know, the announcement of another league coming and more opportunity coming is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to, trying to express to our women, you know, don't get, don't get stuck in, in just thinking this country as, as the space to play, mm-hmm. broaden your horizon, be willing to, 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 to look out everywhere to play. Not everybody can play in the NWSL. There's just not enough spots. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other places to play. Now, granted, they may not be as glamorous, but 
there's still growing and learning opportunities. There's still a chance while you're young, while your legs work, um, <laughs> to, to still play the game that you love, um, to go and see spaces and learn languages maybe that you wouldn't not otherwise. And so that's the challenge. And, and um, what we try to do is just make sure that, that they're prepared. And so that when and if opportunities come and they, they want to, you know, chase those dreams, mm-hmm. there's avenues for them. Um, and, and, and that's really the key. Um, you know, the, the, the game is the game is one that only it only allows you to stay in it for so long. And, mm-hmm. and once your legs once your legs go, yeah, it's over. So I, I just challenge them. Don't don't leave it before before you're truly ready to leave it, because when you may want to come back. Well, at least at, at, at this capacity, you know, right. we, we all try to continue to extend our careers. But yeah, um, but at this level, um, it's one of those things, you know, run while you can. Mm-hmm. And then when, when that time is over, it's over and, and, and that's okay. But um, that's, that's really the message that I, I try to make sure I, I share with them. Yeah, no, that's great. I wish I would have, it wasn't really an option way back in the day, but going overseas to play soccer was always like, seemed to me like such a cool opportunity. And, you know, there's, there's some people that are like, Oh, you know, NWSL players shouldn't go overseas. And I'm kind of like, well, why not? You can always come, you know, like, what's to say you can't come back, like go get new experiences, learn new cultures, you know, branch out of your little bubble that maybe you've grown up in. So that's absolutely the WNBA has been doing it for years, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Enjoy it. That's a good point. And those leagues are growing too. They are. Those those leagues are growing as well. So yeah, they, they really are. And, and that's, that's the exciting piece that, you know, soccer for women is just in my lifetime of, of being in the game. It's like, it's light years from where it was 30 years ago. And, and, you know, you know, like some people are like, Oh, it's not growing fast enough. And, and I, I'm kind of in between, I'm like, you don't know what it used to be like. And now, you know, there's still change that needs to happen, but there's, there's been a lot of growth. Um, on every level. Um, do yeah, you, if, ha- you, if you look at it and you go, our, our, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Our, no, go I was ahead. just going to say, if you, if you just look at our national team and, and the fact that when they won their first world cup, no one knew about it mm-hmm. to now. Yeah. Change has happened, but there's still more to happen. Still yeah. more to come for sure. Yeah, for sure. What I was, what I was starting to say was what, advice would you give to a young coach, whether it's female, male coach, doesn't matter. What could you like knowing what you know now about the whole coaching career? What, what advice would you give to a young up and coming coach? Uh, Learn your craft, learn your craft, Mm -hmm. go get a little team, work on your delivery, work on your ability to be flexible because all your players aren't there learn how to take large concepts and make them smaller, mm-hmm. learn how to plan your season, put in your, put in your 10,000 hours um, coaching um, and do it at multiple levels, multiple age groups, learn how to navigate parents, mm-hmm. uh, learn how to navigate the, your team managers. Um, all of those things will, will help you later. And then as you do that, you know, go get your licenses, get education um, and ask questions of people around you coaches are people walk up to them introduce yourself say hello ask questions it's okay mm-hmm. um that is that is one thing that that i i don't think enough young coaches do um go watch other people do sessions um yeah. I, I think all of those things would truly benefit 
um, young coaches in, in their their dreams to, to move to the next level. Um, and then, you know, really identify someone or a group of people at the level that you ultimately want to be and reach out to them and see if they can't help you um, just get all the nuances because it it's so much more than you ever thought it was. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's still a very simple game. Yeah. I always, someone, I don't know where I heard it, but someone told me there, there are really no secrets in soccer. It's just like, see, you know, gathering information from people and kind of putting your own stamp on it, your own spin. And, you know, like it's a pretty simple, like you said, it's a pretty simple game when you get down to it, but, but learning to, to create your own identity and, and your coaching, you know, be being yourself and figuring out what, what that looks like. Cause you know, I know I've definitely evolved as a coach over the years and, you know, I look Absolutely. back, I look back and I'm like, why, why did I do that? Or I was really a jerk in that situation, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, and I'm still, I'm still learning, you know, we're all still learning. We're not perfect. We're, we're definitely humans. So, um, these, Absolutely. so a couple, couple final questions. Cause I, I know I don't want to take too much okay. of your time. Um, what is your wish or what is your, what would be like an amazing thing to see women's soccer in five years? Uh, five years, uh, teams and teams in you know, so much, so many more cities, big cities. Um, each of those teams with, with true academies, mm-hmm. um, you know, not just, not just pretend academies, but real academies. Yeah. Um, and 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 with that, um, a whole new set of referees, coaches, mm-hmm. um, business leaders, um, all races, all 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 genders, but but really just a hodgepodge. I, I wanted to reflect, you know, the spaces and, and the communities that they're in, um, you know. But I think that would be the biggest thing because I think we've got so many great players mm-hmm. playing collegiately that don't have a home to play. Yep. Don't have a next step. So we could get more teams, um, multiple levels so that, you know, there are reserve teams. So there's a proper, um, there's a proper way to, to get into the full team. There's yeah. space for them to continue to grow while trying to take the next step. Cause that whole U23 level is, 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 is not here to right. give us that structure. And, and it seems so we, we might have an Avenue coming, but, mm-hmm. um, that, that would be the wish. Um, that would truly be the wish. Cause like, you know, I coach a lot of women that, ultimately want to play but yeah. they look at it and they go ah, I don't know if there's really an opportunity for it yeah okay this is a this is a tough question what's Kadani going to be doing in five years <laughs> <laughs> no that is a million dollar question <laughs> you don't you don't have to um, tell me I just want I'm co- just throwing co- it out there coaching somewhere coaching <laughs> good answer somewhere. now good where answer. and who and how I don't know, but uh, you know, coaching for sure. No, I mean, USC has been great to me and, 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 and um, you know, we still got some growth to have in our program, but um, obviously, you know, who knows, who knows where, where the wind will blow and, and what happens next. Um, mm-hmm. um, I like the space I'm in. I like what I'm doing. I love the women that we have in, in our team, but yeah. um, I, I you know, five years is, is a it's lifetime a time, and, it, yeah. and it's a blink all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but you're staying on the West coast because the West coast is the best coast. <laughs> I, you know, 
it, it is, it's growing on me. I'm not going to lie. I always said I'd never live in LA, you know, and yeah. here I am, you know, you so it, it, it's growing on me. Can't beat the weather. Can't beat the sun. That's true. That's true. Okay. A couple more little wrap up questions. Do you have like a favorite quote yeah. or, or mantra that you kind of live by or like just, you know, when you're having a struggle, you kind of come back to that, that quote or saying ever. Um, I, I just tell people all the time, I, you know, I don't coach a sport. I coach people. Mm, um, good. and, and for me, for me, that, that grounds me in my decisions. It grounds me in, in, in what I'm really doing. Um, and, and, and I don't get lost in, in the competition. Um, I, I try to get back to the people and if, and if I can live in that space with my decisions, um, then more often than not, I'm going to, I'm going to make better decisions yeah. and ultimately our teams will do better. Um, because there'll, there'll be more value in every last player in the team rather than just certain players in the team. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. That's a good one. Don't, I don't coach a sport. I coach people. I like that. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, favorite book or something or books, um, a book that maybe you've read recently that you recommend to other people, um, that, or that speaks to you in a, in a special way. Um, honestly, the, the book that, that I've, I've been, you know, pushing out there for a lot of people is the captain's class. And, and it's not like a really meaningful and powerful book by any stretch of the imagination, mm -hmm. but it just talks about what makes great teams great. Okay. Um, and, and I, I for me, it, 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 the makeup of great teams and, and it, regardless of sport it, and it goes through and, and identifies a lot of things. So, so that was one, um, that, that really got me. And then, um, one that was probably pretty powerful for, um, 2020, uh, uh, was cast, um, mm -hmm. by Isabella Wilkinson. Um, mm -hmm. that, that, that for me, um, it was a good book in, in the time mm -hmm. that we're in to just kind of take a different view, a different look at, at, at something that we live in and we know, um, yeah. but it, but it kind of puts some clarity into it. So, Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, those are the two big ones. Those are, those are good. I hadn't heard of the captain's class. So I wrote that one down and cast has been on my reading list. So I need to, I need to get it off my reading list and, and make it an active in front of me book. Um, but those are good. Yeah. I'm going to check out captain's class as well. Thanks for that. All right. Final thing. I, oh, go ahead. For all, for all, uh, I was just going to say for all competitive people, it's, it, it will be, it's a really interesting, um, dissection of team and, okay. and what makes teams great. So I, I think you'll enjoy it. I'm, I'm sure I, I'm sure I will. It sounds, it's, it sounds super interesting. All right. Any final words of wisdom, any final wrap up that this floor is yours. You can say whatever you want <laughs> your time to kind of give, give it to the listeners. Uh, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing that I want to say is, um, you know, wherever you are, support the women in, in your area, support the teams, whether they be collegiate, whether they be professional, um, go out, support them, go out, support those coaches and, and um, you know, just really pour into the game. I think the, the best way to, to get our game continually to move forward is, is by showing up, um, whether it's you know, clicking on the channel and, and making sure at least the channel's on, even if you're, you're, you're actively doing something else, right. at least give them, give the rating. Um, but, but when you have an opportunity to go and support, um, there's, there's a lot of amazing players, the level of 
collegiate soccer is going to go up over the next uh, five to 10 years. The youth players are, 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 are fantastic. And um, they're going to be a lot of names that you're going to want to know. So tune in wherever you can go see them wherever you can, when you can, depending on where you live Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and give them some love give them some love. That's awesome. Well, Kadani, thank you so much for taking time out of your, your busy schedule. So are you, you're training now for the spring season or what, what, it, what's the status with your team right now? We are in season. Um, okay. the, the games, our first game is, uh, Thursday. So oh, okay. We're, we're, we're wide open. We're in it. <laughs> so yeah. are, are they um, so streaming? We, we open the, up with Pepperdine. Are they streaming the games at all or? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, our all of our all of our games should be streamed. I know um, Pac-12 will start picking up games beginning in March. Um, don't know exactly which games just yet, um, okay. but but the new the new spring season will start um, February third is the beginning of the official season. Okay. Um, a lot of teams are starting to play their exhibition games this weekend, um, so you, you'll you'll start to see a lot more games come on again. And so this is the time to start checking in and um, and and checking out the, the new teams that, that you didn't get to see in the fall right. and then get to see the fall teams come back, um, with, with college cup. I think it's uh, May 13th to 17th weekend, Gary, okay. North Carolina, both men and women Ooh. playing at the same venue that weekend. I like that. Yeah. Is that, is that the first time ever? Yeah. Oh, all right. I don't know if it's the first time, but it's definitely the first time since I've been in it. Yeah. Cause since I've been around, I think it's been at separate venues and I've never understood that. Be Anyways, well, that's great. That's great news. I I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to check that yeah. all out. Um, but Kadani, thank you so much for all you do for women and coaches within the game. Um, thank you for being a part of the women in soccer organization, which if you don't know what women in soccer is, you can go to women in soccer org online. It's a free pl platform to join. It's like LinkedIn for, for women and allies that support women. Um, yeah. So good luck on, on the, your first game and your season, and I'll make sure to tune in. And one of these days we'll, we'll be able to meet in person and I'll take you for a coffee and we can, I know. we can talk about, talk about how to change the world. <laughs> Yeah, you you can give me some coaching tips. I'm sure I can use some. <laughs> we we can share information. We can share information. So again, there we go. There again, we go. Thank you so much for your time. I know you've got you've been super busy, but I really appreciate it. And best of luck to you this season. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.